Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I'm sitting in the very back of the bus with two guys. They go by the name of Jungle. Hey, I'm Jay. And I'm T. Nice to meet you. Hi, guys. Thanks for doing this interview. You nearly escaped me, but I found where you hid your tour van. Thanks. <laughs> we are here, yes. Very rare that you get to visit, someone gets to visit the van. I'm in the back, back part of the bus. Can one of you pick one object that would be funny to talk about? There's shorts and flip-flops and video game consoles. Spear mints. Mints, just mints. Mm. Yummy. like mints. <laughs> Uh, I quite like those shorts. They're not mine, but they're a nice pattern. Would you like a mint? I would love a mint. While I choose this mint, I'm going to play a song. That song is going to be Busy Earning by a band called Jungle. Doesn't that sound great? Uh, uh, <laughs> I like it, yes. Sweet. Hi, my name's T or J from the band Jungle, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. But which one are you, T or J? I'm J. Hey, I'm T. Oh, no. 
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Busy Earning by a band called Jungle. It's made up of two guys. The song is on the record, Jungle. Guys, since I have both of you here, how would one of you like to talk a bit about this track? I'll take the lead on this one. Uh, I personally enjoy playing this track live, actually. It's one of my favorites to play, just because it's, uh, it's got some good energy. Tell the listeners what they want to hear. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Busy only for us, I think we kind of initially wrote it as like a hip hop tune and then it just turned into something else. And I think that horn part really like sets a scene for you. You know, we kind of wanted to hear a track, uh, how, how a track would have sounded if you were like driving along Brooklyn Bridge at sunset, you know. And you guys are both from the UK, so this is all imagination. Yeah, completely. We just, we just wanted to go travel to these places in our heads because we'd never been there before. Now that you've gone over the Brooklyn Bridge in real life, has your perception of the feeling changed? Of course it changes. It's something that, um, you know, you dream about and you, you, you fantasize about, you know, American culture, especially coming from Shepherd's Bush in London. We, we'd never been to America before, but you see so much of it in the media. So I suppose, yeah, you, it's reality, isn't it, now, being over here? Cool. <laughs> so tell me what it's like going over the bridge. Uh, we actually went through the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> All right, Jungle, you guys have known each other since high school. I wanted to ask each of you to say what the biggest change you've noticed in the other guy. So T, what's the biggest change that you've noticed in Josh? Um, well, he's grown his hair. That's a new thing for me. But come on, that's not a change that people want to know, like a serious change in his personality or the way he operates. Uh, he's become very efficient with keyboard shortcuts. <laughs> okay. Yes. Now you need to say something about T. How has he changed? He's uh, got a big love for sports sneakers and sportswear. Whereas before he liked dressing like a dandy? No, he was more wearing rugby sort of stuff and, you know, stuff made by Canterbury. He's more of a rugger bugger. <laughs> I'm in Canada, so I have no idea what that is. Yes, it's somebody who likes to go out on the weekends and party quite heavily. <laughs> no comment. Okay, I've read that you guys used to hang out together and dissect records, and I'd love you to take me briefly through one of those chats. Oh, big sigh. That's a question that he's not happy to answer, maybe. Well, we can take them through one of the chats, so let's do a little role play. Hey, man, how you doing today? I'm cool. How are you? Yeah, good. I just found this really great record in this record store. Cool. I only listen to MP3s. <laughs> I can't be your friend if you listen to MP3s. Uh, too bad. Okay, so you guys don't like that question, I guess, but <laughs> what I'm trying to get at here is I've read that you also like French Electra House, that movement. Justice put out a very controversial second record. How about each of you give me one sentence, your thoughts, and maybe how you break that one down. Um, I think Justice is excellent. I like the way they use Baroque harmony. How, how was it controversial, the second record? It disappointed a lot of fans because it went more into rock than into dance. Oh, okay. I understand now. I see where you're coming from. There was a couple of tracks. I don't think they necessarily had the songs that they had on the first record. I don't think they necessarily had the aggression that the first record had. Um, that was what was brilliant about it. It was, uh, it was quite a violent record, but quite a be beautifully violent record. And they showed that in their videos as well. If you've ever seen Stress, it's, 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 it's an incredibly cool video shot by Romain Gavras in uh, Mr. Gavras in France, you know, these, these kids just going tearing stuff up and uh, there's something quite exciting about that, I we suppose. Like, uh, we like duos, I think, I mean, we're a big fan of Air, 
um, I think that album Moon Safari was one of the first times that because like when you're a kid and you don't really know about electronic music all you think electronic music is is like techno basically and techno is quite a scary thing for like a 12 year old I think a little we bit we listened to uh, Zombie Nation when we were about yeah. 10 years old on, on Ibiza mixtape do you remember that song? Zombie 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 Nation. <laughs> and then we had a live version, so we had the whole crowd in the background going. Do you remember the riff? That's amazing. Fucking great riff. Sorry, I swore. Mint? I'd love one, thank you. Would you like a mint? I have one, but thank you. You haven't eaten your first one. <laughs> I'm working on it slowly. <laughs> okay, so how about we play a jungle song? I'm going to play Platoon next, so let's listen to that one. <laughs> Thank you. 
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Platoon by a band called Jungle. That tracks off their self-titled debut. I've got both members of the band here with me. I would love it if one of you could talk a bit about this one. Can I just clarify that there are seven people? <laughs> We're just two of them. People tend to credit you guys as the Svengalis behind the, Sven the band. Sven <laughs> Do you know who Sven Goren Eriksson is? No, who is he? He's a football manager. T will tell you a little bit about Sven. He's Swedish. He used to coach the English national team uh, and had a very disruptive media affair. He had an affair with a woman. It was very disruptive. Anyway, so let's go back to that one. Um, anyway, yeah, Platoon. people, Platoon. Um, yes, let's dial this back to Jungle. Who's having the controversial affair? I've had a con. Oh, I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, so Platoon started with a drum beat. This sort of, it was the first time we kind of realized, I suppose, that the drums could be simple and all the other things could create the groove. There's a lot of times we've started tracks and in the early days tried to complicate, started with the drums and overcomplicated the drums. And then when you put other stuff on, it doesn't quite feel right. So it was the first one where we had like a four to the floor going through the entire song. It just felt good. So we kind of ran with it. It was one of the first songs that was finished on the record um, just after Son of a Gun. Um, platoon came around. Was, I suppose it was the first point we kind of went, wow, you know, we, we, we really enjoy this sound and this, this could be something that we could go on and, and try and play live and, you know, share with the world. So it was a big starting point for Jungle. Pitchfork, in the review of your debut record, said that the single Platoon revealed that you guys weren't just early 90s hardcore enthusiasts as much as you were two blokes into Jamiroquai. First, I would love it if someone could explain who Jamiroquai is for people who don't know. Jamiroquai is an Italian footballer <laughs> who played in the 1990s. No, he's not. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I lied to you. I've been lying to you for all these years. No, um, Jamiroquai are or were, maybe they still are, um, a very successful early 90s uh, funk band from the UK. Some might remember him for his distinctive headgear. Uh, also his distinctive car collection. Ferraris, didn't he? Wow, so how do you guys feel about being compared to his music? Um, you know, that's somebody else's opinion. I, I don't really mind. I mean, we've been compared to a lot of things. So. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. <laughs> how do you feel about it? How do you, you being compared to Jamiroquai? I, I think that in certain circles, you might be looked down upon for liking someone who makes pop-friendly, funk-tinged music. So you'd have to be careful who you said you liked Jamiroquai to. Well, why would you care about other people's opinions like that? Why would you care? Why would you care what other people thought? Come on, you guys are in the music industry, and a lot of the music industry is a lot of people in circles trying to be cool very hard. <laughs> very hard trying to be cool. <laughs> Wait, should we stand in the corner with our arms crossed? Maybe, maybe that makes us the class clowns standing in the corner with dancers hats on then. I wanted to talk about a band called Born Blonde because you guys were in that band. Yes, we were. Yeah, we were in a band called L-Shaped Room as well, but that's a long time ago. Uh, and there's, uh, it was quite a few names. For... So for people who don't know what Born Blonde was, could you describe that music in a sentence? Um, well, yeah, a friend of ours had a band and... Um, you, you, you joined, T joined the band, and I was like, oh, oh I thought we were going to make a band. So then I kind of tried to learn bass and joined that band, and uh, we played sort of like shoegazy sort of music, really. Um, it didn't really fit into a genre, it was more of a kind of non-genre. So if somebody listened to Born Blonde, they might be confused when they heard Jungle. 
But here's what I want to ask. Oh. I was going to. I just. I thought that was. A, I thought that was a mid mid paragraph statement from you. That's fine. Carry on with the question. Sorry. <laughs> so I was going to say that Born Blonde. It's a different kind of music. But I wanted to ask you guys what you learned in that band making completely different music. That helps you with jungle. Uh, I think that we learned to be honest to ourselves as creative people. Mm. I think we learned a lot about playing live. You know, we played quite a few gigs with that band. It wasn't necessarily us writing the music or with the vision. So it's it's quite hard to like actually talk about it in terms of the creative vision for it because we it's not really ours. So I mean it was very fun to play in and we had a lot of you know we learned a lot about kind of recording stuff and um, I suppose you learn a lot about the music industry and I suppose it taught us really just to kind of go back to kind of basics and have fun and keep it simple. You don't need massive studios. You don't need you know loads of money to do it. You just got to have a little bit of fun and, and enjoy yourself and do it with your mates. And I suppose that's you know we wouldn't be here without it. I think it's time for another song. Now I'm going to play The Heat by a band called Jungle. How about I get one of you to introduce it and one of you to talk about it after the song's been played? That sounds like a good idea. How about you say one sentence about this track? The Heat reminds me... Well, i start again. Cut that out. What? can't cut that out. You won't. I'm on. I just can't think of my mind. Hey, this is Jungle. And this is the heat. Right on time, back by the beach. Still gonna bring the heat. I can't feel 
to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard The Heat by a band called Jungle, and that song is on their debut record. Now it is T's turn, one of the members of Jungle, to talk about this track. Um, well, a lot of the time, well, when we're in the studio, people ask us a lot kind of what we were inspired by. And I think a lot of the time we sat down and we tried to inspire ourselves with our imaginations and using like the visual aspects of our imaginations to take us to places that we hadn't necessarily been before or that we fantasized about or that we had like digested through Western culture in movies or video games, even in music as well. You know, music can take you to a certain destination. So you're in that bedroom writing slash recording this song. What were some of your visual touchstones? Well, that's why I was, you know, was going to go on to the heat. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, for us, that's kind of an image of us being on a beach, this really overcrowded beach with like a big party going on and an and orchestra of monkeys sitting there playing playing some music and maybe a, a police chase with sharks circling around this like damsel in distress, like very cartoonic, very vivid yeah, and bold. The two guys from the uh, video, they definitely live near there. No, they live on the, they live on the beach they front. The They've got a really cool beach front apartment. It's a bit boogie nights really, isn't it? Yeah. Have you seen that film? I have seen that film. It sounds like you guys are very closely tied to visuals when writing and performing and creating music. Yeah. I mean, it massively helps. It, the visuals, once the visual's there, it puts you in a place and it helps kind of inspire you to just create something that is out of the ordinary of what you actually experience in your day-to-day -day life. And your imagination can create things that don't necessarily actually exist and they end up being a culmination of all the things that you've experienced, watched, listened to over, the, over your lifespan. So that's how you get different people producing different sorts of music because their influences and what they've been listening to or what they've watched over their whole lives is different. No, no two people can be the same. I think a lot of listeners can get how musicians would listen to other albums and get ideas and pick and choose what they'd like. How do you guys expose yourself to new visuals that may inspire you? Um, I think it's kind of a case of things. You don't necessarily have to watch a certain thing and reference it directly. It might be, a, as I said, a culmination of things you know, it could be a bit from a video game, it could be a bit from a film, it might just be like, you know, a, an excerpt from one bit, a line from a book, and then it starts to build your own characters, you start to make your own people that live in these spaces, and, you know, we've always been fascinated with kind of films, and you look at Tarantino, Wes Anderson, and it's, you know, those places that they create are quite surreal, and there's something quite beautiful about that. So we're in the back room right now, there's a game system right there, can you talk about a visual from a game you're playing right now, either of you? Uh, I'm currently visualizing uh, an astronaut with a gun. Uh, and he is currently hopping around Venus where there's an old desolate city. And so that, in your mind, is also creating a soundtrack. Yes, very much so. These guys really want to go. How would one of you like to pick a song off this record and talk a bit about it as I bring it up? Thank you for spending some time with me. I appreciate it. Um, I've got to pick a song now. One of the songs that I have not played. What's your list? Um, which is this the list? Oh, we've obviously got Busy Earning. Have we already done that? I've done all the singles. Oh, God, the bloody singles. Um, well, this is radio. <laughs> Let's go for the anti-radio number, Drops. 
And could you say one sentence about drops as I bring up the music? Uh, there's a cheeky little door solo halfway through. Um, yeah, we when we recorded it, uh, T went to grab a cup of tea, and I was working on the beat at the time, and um, T went to grab a cup of <laughs> coffee. Is that what you love it? It was coffee, yeah. And uh, the door creaked. Uh, the bedroom door just went. And it was kind of in tune with the track. Well, at least I thought it was at the time. And uh, I said, whoa, 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 come back, come back, come back. And he's like, what, what? I'm getting you a coffee. And I was like, okay, no, it's not that, it's not that. So I rushed, set up a mic. I was like, put your cans on, headphones. Go, 10-minute door solo. We just had the track on repeat. And just, it was just creaking the door in time to the track. And we just cut it up and... Some people hate it, but <laughs> we find it quite funny. Thanks for being on my show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Hey, I'm T, and you're listening. <laughs> hey, I'm T from Jungle, and I'm listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. And you're so So high.